Hey friends, I'm Liz Hunt. And I'm Chelsea Poppins. And this is the Agency Rocket Show, where we discuss everything that has to do with running a creative business. Kelsey loves dance parties. She always tries to get me to do them. <laughs> Signature move. Signature moves. Today, we're going to talk about how to make sure that clients keep coming back, how to get them to keep rehiring you. So one of the things is that most every design firm has great work, but I think that that is not always what is going to keep clients coming back to you because they can get great design from any freelancer down the street because freelancers, other agencies, all of the above, they all have great work, right? There's so many out there that have incredible work. But I think what we have learned at our agency over the years that helps clients continue to rehire us and helps them keep coming back is everything that is before, during, and after just the design piece itself. No, <laughs> no I, I completely agree. It's the Thank entire you. process that um. helps the help helps the person buy into it. Uh, like just like their whole experience. And like, we've had people that have done branding with us and they're just like, it was just like very easy and you guys are the experts. You've pushed back, but welcomed our feedback. And I mean, we've had way more positive feedback than negative feedback in my time on that day cloud and heavily on the positive side, especially for branding projects. So one of the things that we have focused on over the years is our customer service, which is not something you hear very many agencies talk about. I don't know what it is. I think, you know... There's account executives and they kind of handle the customer service side of things. Um, but at my agency, we're too small to have account executives. And so I really fulfill that role. Chelsea does that quite a bit as well. And so, um, but I also fulfill the creative director role. And so there's a lot of um, us that wear many hats. And so over the years, we as a team, we focus a lot on customer service and we focus a lot on great communication with our clients. So we focus a lot on process for our clients, leading them through the process. And then of course we focus a lot on not just doing great work, but presenting the work in a really, really, really great way, showcasing it very well. And so I think if we, if we do those four things, then clients will love you and they'll love everything from the day they meet you to the end of the project. And you, they will come back again and again. No, I completely agree. I love our branding process specifically because it ties in like, like, like I was speaking to you prior to this is like, it ties into upselling certain pieces and like, we're showing what their brand could be. And so we're constantly guiding them into um, them visioning their brand and what it's going to look like at the end of it. And 
and not like uh, not just in like the coloring or the logo. It's also like with the words that the scripter words that make them feel um, how their brand's supposed to make others feel, and so that they can see the whole the whole of it in one space, especially in our stylescapes that we present. That between the mild, medium, and spicy, they all all have their own like. Uh, I don't know, je ne sais quoi. Like they all have their own, <laughs> their own stuff. Like vibe. Yeah, I love it. So whenever we talk about great customer service, um, what is it that you think that we're really talking about? You know, like to me, I think about you know how we manage emails, how we always respond within twenty four hours. I know a lot of creatives have a lot of trouble with that. Um, but that's a full on, that's our protocol. That is, you know, we always do that. That is business practice, best business business practice for our agency. And um, I think about even just like how we run our meetings, how we have agendas, how um, the client knows what's happening, what next steps are. And that kind of leads into communication as well, but um, just having great customer service, great relationships. We even down to like smiling in meetings and being kind people and that kind of stuff. What about you? Whenever you think of like how we serve clients well and just having good customer service, even just in general, what do you think about? Um, I think we do a great job of relationshiping and humanizing the experience. It's not like they're just like clients mm-hmm. to us. They yeah. they show up if an in-person meeting is preferred um, so that they can put a face, not just someone be hiding behind a screen. And we joke with people mm-hmm. like you and I, we poke fun at who we think we can poke fun at and like sh- yeah. shoot shit with people. Like it, we humanize yeah. and we have fun with it. And like, that's exactly what they're expecting. Like, I mean, we are the designers. Some of the places are very very different industries, CPAs, attorneys. It's very cut and dry, very like um, whatever. And they expect us to be be the creatives, be a little quirky, a little eccentric because we're supposed to do things that they can't do themselves. Yeah. And it's like, so like showing up, having fun with it, marketing and branding, that is supposed to be the fun side of things. And I think we just do a really good job of like, pulling them into the experience the entire way and mm-hmm. like showing them what's next, what we're doing now and just over communicating those yeah. things. For sure. I love what you said there because, um, you know, whenever I think about like good customer service, I think about um, like what retailers come to mind, right? Like, like one of the things that makes a huge difference for me when it comes to like my online shopping <laughs> is I think about, is it really easy to return something and do I get free shipping? And basically those things boil down to, is it as convenient as possible to shop here? Do you, is your website, does it have really good UX UI? And can I return something without any issues? Are you going to give me grief about anything? And do I get free shipping? You know, like, I don't care if I have to pay a little extra on whatever else, but like, if I get free shipping, that's fine. <laughs> right. Like there's such a convenience to whether it, or not you have to pay an extra $20, to... yes! <laughs> whether or not Seriously, like, oh, like, it's 20 more dollars to get, get free shipping. That was only like seven ninety nine. Yes. Like, All right. <laughs> Thanks. Sign me up. Yes. And One so, more thing. Like, 
Yes. I think about those things though. And it's like, those things boil down to convenience, right? Mm -hmm. And like, is it easy, convenient? Do I feel a little luxurious when I do it? Right. When I utilize these websites, when I go to these websites. And so like, if we can replicate those same ideas and principles in for our clients, then that's going to keep them coming back the same way that I return back to this, right? Those online retailers or whatever. And so like when I think about things that are convenient for clients, it's everything from, you know, having Zoom meetings or going to their office for meetings because it's convenient for them or down to like when we send them an email that's about their website that we're working on. Um, we always send the link to their website with the username and password included. If it's like on a staging site or something at every step of the process, we are operating from a mentality of great service and convenience for the client. How are we anticipating their needs at every point of the process? And some of that also is like, there are things that we do where it's like, hey, we don't have to ask the client for this stuff to get us these things. We can do it ourselves. For example, there the other day we were building out a website for someone. It's a templated website that we do. We have this platform that we built for... Um, this large organization that has dealerships all over the world, actually. And we needed this dealer to send us um, pictures of some of their buildings. And they were just taking forever to get us any of these photos. And Chelsea, being the customer service minded person that she is, was like, instead of having to make these dealers go out and send us photos, I'm going to go find them and take screenshots from like Google Earth or Google, whatever it is that you did. And uh, that worked great for us to like get something up there in order to present something to the client until they could actually get us photos of the building, you know? And so it's things like that, that you can really hone in on that great customer service mentality that will just bring you a step above, just like level up your performance in a way that um, a lot of other people don't even think about. So that's something that we we really try to do. And um, it just shows your clients how much more you care about the relationship and the work that you're doing and um, the interactions that you have with them. So at the end of the day, it's our job to make their lives easier, not harder, or at least try to, um, and to add on to like the, the Valley conversation is like understanding your audience. Um, like Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest things like you and I noticed is that when we start like a Valley website for people, they love the visuals of like the phases of the process, not just you telling them like when these phases are going to yeah. happen, but just showing them like a flow chart. Right. So we're in this phase. This is what's next. 
Um, and then the, like, this is this phase and then going into detail mm-hmm. of what it, each entails and why. Yeah. Um, and then just like, most of them will be like, can you send me that? Like, yeah. just so they, just so they like for reference and we always have it in yeah. the stuff that we, um, we send them anyway. But like, yeah, just understanding that like blue collar farmers, they just want a clear cut visual. <laughs> they want mm-hmm. to keep it as simple as possible. And they just want to have something yeah. on hand to help them feel yeah. comfortable with what's with what are their money's going, what's next and how everything is going to look. Yeah. yeah. That's such and, a good point. So kind of our next piece for like how to get clients to keep hiring you is the great communication, which is exactly what you're talking about, Chelsea. And mm-hmm. this is something that you did the other day that I loved so much um, uh, with one of our website clients is at the beginning of the project you had a flowchart essentially of the process for them that you shared and you said okay we're building you a website and then here is a visual of box number one is we build the site map and then we build the wireframe and then we have a content meeting and then we have this meeting and then you know and then you walked them through on a visual map of like exactly what we go through. And to me, that is how you have good communication with your client. First of all, you had Mm -hmm. a project kickoff meeting, you know, and then you communicated what the process was. And Mm -hmm. um, that is like something that really creates a ton of trust between you and the client because they're like, oh, well, these people know exactly what they're doing. So I can just like, they they've got it. They know what they're doing. They are 10 steps ahead. They've done this a million times, obviously, because they know what the 20th step is going to be already. And we're on step number one. I love that. I love that you did that the other day. I was so thrilled to even see that. I was going to say that maybe that was a different meeting, <laughs> different meeting, but that was like, yeah, I think it's okay to show, show the process more than once because like sometimes there's different people in each meeting and I mean we're we have so many valley dealers going on so I'm like getting mixed up but like even if you show at each meeting you show people like hey we're in this phase repetition is what makes people remember like where they're at because everyone's going through their days they're all busy especially valley dealers during the harvest season or like Mm -hmm. during the farming season it's their busiest season they're not mm-hmm. going to remember. They're not going to be like, yeah, I completely remember that flow chart you showed me a couple weeks back yeah. on top of everything else yeah. I have to remember. <laughs> yeah. Like it's yeah, repetition. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point because that over communication is key because like we do this every day, all day long. These clients of ours, they are in our meeting and then they go do the, their jobs and they go do the rest of what is like keeping them busy and they have families and they sleep and you know, all these things. And they don't think about what it is that we are doing again until our next meeting, most likely. And so, you know, like having to, at the start, and this is a good communication tip is like at the start of every meeting, do a recap or do a quick summary of things. What you're saying mm-hmm. is like, okay, this is what we've done. This is what we're doing. And this is where we're going. Mm-hmm. And that's always like a really good way to keep your communication really uh, great for clients. Mm-hmm. What about process? This is one that, um, you know, 
that we want to talk about and hit on a little bit. And it, it really goes hand in hand with communication because communication and process, you have to communicate the process <laughs> and you can't have a process unless you communicate. And so um, let's talk about a little bit about our process. Of what specifically do you have in mind? Is that branding, <laughs> you know, like website? It could be all of the above. Cause I mean, we have processes for everything that we do. First thing that comes to mind is that even though we have processes, they're constantly evolving. It's like they're, well, you get, you have new team members come in and people like we constantly have conversations on like what works, what might have some like funk, like what, what might not be working and how we need to fix it. And so like, I mean, our processes internally and through our platforms and how things are handled are like, it goes down to like detail of like how this gets shifted internally to the next person, how it gets flipped to review, Mm -hmm. how it gets approved. And then who ends up sending Mm -hmm. the approval. There's the fact Mm -hmm. that there's so much communication internal that has to take place. But like you said, not that one of the difficulties of running an agency is not everybody's good at communicating. And so (laughs) what? (laughs) crazy. And so especially (laughs) I find I'm good at communicating. Yeah. I didn't want to feel target y'all, but like there's some, there honestly, there's, there's been some creatives that are like, I have to design and I have to communicate. <laughs> They're like, as yeah. if it's like, we've, we've all, literally gotten that feedback before from employees. I, I have to slack you guys and communicate you I guys. I'm like, that's a part of it? the job. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a that's part of called- being on a team. That's called literally, um, being human. And like, yeah, just, I don't know, having a job. Or this one, (laughs) this one's, um, is kind of just funny and fresh on my mind is because they have to communicate with other people on their team. They think they're managing them. Uh, And like, I'm like, that's just being a part of a team. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's 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 not management. Yeah. That's just called collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's one of the funny ones being on the team. But as far as externally processes, um, like we just have our specific, especially branding website are pretty clear cut. Um, as far as like how we communicate those to our, our clients and the people we work with and whether that's like our discovery stylescape, final presentation, brand assets. And then the (laughs) timeline between those is usually very similar, um, depending on, um, how fast we get feedback from clients or it, when it's a website, how fast we get content from um, our clients. And that's another factor that we clearly communicate in the beginning. These are estimated timelines. It's very dependent on how fast we get content from you. And if we don't, if there's a delay, which is completely okay, but that's going to push the timeline back. And yeah. when those two internal and external processes have to come together, that's just, yeah. I mean, that's project management. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that's a good point. You know, like one of the things that we do is yes, we have our processes and at at the 30,000 foot view, those really don't change. You know, like we always create a site map. We always create a wireframe. We always create content and design and then development for every website that we do. Right. But then the, the tactics for how we accomplish those overarching primary deliverables, that 
is held fairly loosely, right? Um, because we know that technologies change, because we know that people change, because we know we change, because we know that um, the industry is always evolving and always changing and our people are too. And, and so that's something that we kind of, to your point, Chelsea, like you have to be okay with always growing and all those things, but also knowing that like the, the higher level of things, those almost never change, but then just how you accomplish things that, that can change fairly often. So just, yes, we have processes, but you hold them fairly loosely to a degree. Um, and the biggest thing that I think about when I think about processes, having great processes is that um, you communicate those to your clients, those, those high level ones. You don't communicate the detail tactics, right? You mm -hmm. communicate the high level ones of your process to the client, including timelines, because again, that tells them that you know what you're doing. You're the expert. They can trust you. You've done this a hundred times before. All these things, right? Because it, it just creates a lot of trust and relational equity for them. And that's one of the reasons that people will come back to you, I think, because they're like, they always tell me what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And so there's not this like, uh, you know, man behind the curtain type of thing. I think that's a big win when it comes to clients because they feel like they are involved and in the know about what's actually going on. I was just going to add a little piece is over communicating, but also knowing when too much information, uh, when you don't need yeah. to say information and you're going to, you're you just going to overwhelm. Yep. Yeah. You were like, this is yeah. the high, higher priority thing that we need from them. They don't need to know everything else. Mm -hmm. As soon as this, this piece yeah. is accomplished, this is the next yep. thing that I'm communicating on. Cause sometimes yep. it can get overwhelming from a client perspective. That's a good point. We can wrap up, but this is just a little quick overview of our processes and what makes the client experience um, fantastic, where you're going to get that five-star review at the end and keep them coming yeah. back. Um, we'll expand mm -hmm. on this maybe in an another episode, but it's good to have you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Send over Thanks your questions. Thanks for listening, people. And yeah, like and follow and share. All right. Peace out. A-Town. Hey,